Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, a business coach that helps female entrepreneurs turn their business into their full-time gig. And today on the podcast, we have a special guest, Miss Jessica Bright-Peterson, who specializes in motivational coaching for moms. She loves helping moms see their self-worth, build their confidence, all while building a profitable business. And I can totally relate to that because if you guys don't know, recently I became a mom, so I was really excited to connect with her. And Jessica says that all of this came from years of her struggling with her own mom guilt and feeling like she had lost herself, which if you're a mom, you can totally relate to that, I'm sure. And it wasn't until she jumped into entrepreneurship and having her own business that she found her passion and realized that investing in herself, her business, and building that successful business has been the best self-development journey that she has ever had. And now she teaches other moms how to do the same. And today on the podcast, we'll be having a discussion around that journey, what it looks like, some of her principles of success that you can implement to work through your mindset blocks that you're experiencing and how this can resonate and align with you if you're a new mom so you can create profit in your business. It was a really good conversation and I'm so excited for you to listen to it today. Let's get into it. Thank you. Okay. So let's get started. Okay, so I know that you talk a lot about mom guilt and feeling like you have lost yourself before you had found your business. And I was curious as why you think that is and why as moms do a lot of us get plagued with mom guilt? That's such a good question. Um, A lot of times we have mom guilt because we're not finding fulfillment in the things that we're doing. And when we do want to do something, we don't think we're worthy of X, Y, Z. And we don't think we're worthy we because we don't think we're good enough, such mm-hmm. as like, I'm not good enough to spend extra time on, on myself or extra money or whatever story we create in our head because we don't think we're good enough. That's where it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't see ourselves as important because of the fact that for one, we're exhausted all the time. Generally, um, we're, we're living on the demands of children, which is beautiful. And I think it's a divine calling. Um, I, I, I have four of my own and we haven't created a space where we are still, we can be a VIP person in our family. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody's a VIP person in your family. Moms tend to not think of themselves as VIPs. We tend to think of ourselves as chauffeurs, referees, all of those things. Until we create a space where we build our confidence up again, because um, when you become a mom, generally our confidence level goes down because maybe we're not doing things that we enjoyed previously. We don't keep promises to ourselves anymore. Like we said we were going to work out or do all of these things, but we end up not. So we lose trust in ourselves. And mom guilt comes up when we do those things because we're not used to it anymore. We're not used to taking a long shower without somebody crying. Oh my gosh, all of things yeah. like that. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're not used to going to the grocery store by ourselves. We're not used to going and to the movies with a friend anymore. Whereas before those were normal things. Um, so now we're in a pattern of putting everybody else first and not our, not taking care of ourselves because of the things that we talked about previously. 
Yeah, I think one of the hardest things that I did not realize was something was when I had a kid, how like, you're not your own person anymore is how a lot of us feel is like, mm-hmm. we're just an extension of our kid. So it's like, okay, I'm the default parent, like, okay, they have to do this, this and this and this. And then it's like, and then I can shower or and then I can make myself food like baby has to come first, and then I can come. So yeah, I definitely agree about mom guilt. And it's really crazy how it's like a universal experience. Mm. And it, and there are times and seasons like in the very, very beginning of um, like you have a baby. It's very much like a business. Um, they take a lot of effort and time and um, you, you actually might not see the payoff. You don't get a giggle or a smile for a while with a baby. Yeah. You're like, please, would you like, and then it's so rewarding for us because that's like a payoff for a mother. It's a payoff when my kids say, I love you. Um, I love when they start talking, but you, I think of it as children are like investments. You don't see them right off in the beginning. A lot of it is pouring into them Mm -hmm. and then you get that investment back. So I, I think business and babies are very similar. (laughs) I love that comparison. I've never actually thought of that, but it's completely true investments. Sometimes you get like an instant gratification, but most of the time it's like the long haul that really is just the monumental thing that just makes it for you yeah and I know that we've tied like you've talked about tying this in with like working through mindset blocks when it comes to investing and what do you think some of those mindset blocks are that moms can expect to see and how can they work through that with investing yeah um in business I have five ones that I think are huge Mm -hmm. um one of them being overthinking Um, women are notorious for overthinking in general, in motherhood and in business. Um, it's proven if you look at the confidence code, they did a whole research, um, project on it. And we go into where we ruminate on things where we, we don't forgive ourselves for things. That's where mom guilt comes in. We don't, um, we are over guessing things and then it paralyzes us to the point where it's analysis paralysis and we don't take action mm-hmm. because we're so afraid of, is this the right decision? I don't know. Maybe I'll make a mistake. I'm not sure. That's the number one thing I see in the beginning of most women when they're wanting to venture out and do something, whether that's start an Etsy shop, be an Instagram influencer, anything, they overthink things. Um, And the second one being perfectionism, where everything has to be perfect, because we have we live in this world where we think everybody else is perfect. That's a bunch of baloney. Nobody's perfect. (laughs) Um, But because of the way things are marketed, it looks or perceives like somebody mm-hmm. is perfect. So then we think that our content always needs to be perfect. Our podcast needs to be perfect. Everything to the point where I have clients that are like, I literally tell them done beats perfect. Like get it done yes. is more important than actually having your website perfectly done. My first website honestly was terrible, but I did it. Um, and that's okay. Um, then you need to be, the next one is you're always afraid of failing. You're always afraid of making mistakes. And I think mistakes are a breeding ground for growth. My first business, some might think was a failure. It wasn't. It taught me all the things not to do in business and Mm -hmm. all the things that I should do in business. Um, and then my second business was a complete huge success. So you get to think of things differently 
And I honestly think all of this applies to motherhood and life and business. None of it is like separate. It's all the same. We're afraid of making mistakes with our kids because we're going to ruin them. No, here's the thing. I tell my kids regularly, this is my first time being a mom. I've never, like I have teenagers and I'm like, you know what? This is the first time I've been a parent to teenagers, you know? And so you get to embrace that fact that this is growth. And when you're in that space, it brings ease and that energy, that type of living equates to abundance and you're going to attract things in your life that are going to be supportive of that. Whereas if you're always restrictive, eh, it's you're going to be on the edge all the time and that will not be supportive. And then back to the mom guilt where you just don't think you're good enough. I'm not good enough because maybe I'm not smart enough. I'm not small enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm, I need to lose this. I need to lose that. We women are so hard on ourselves. It makes me so sad because I truly believe we've each been given a gift and we're a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's when you start sharing it and it's actually selfish if we don't share those gifts. So start seeing yourself for the good instead of the lack and you'll see more good. Um, and then lastly, time. Most moms, they love to come to me and they're like, I don't have time for this, Jessica. And I go, I have the same amount of time as you. It's just learning to manage our time. Um, and there are different phases in motherhood where I'm managing my time differently. And we get to look at time as not, I'm working with my time, not, man, I'm fighting the clock all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's learning to go, okay, where am I not using my time correctly? And being really honest with yourself. Like, are you using your time properly? If you're wanting to do X, Y, Z, if you're wanting to do this or that. Um, and I, I'll say this right off the bat. If you have a nursing baby, this is a little different because they literally are feeding right off of you. Yeah. Um, that first year is different because you are living in the mom cracks. That's what I call it. Like the cracks <laughs> where they're, they're either not sleeping or they're not eating. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get a workout in and a shower. And then the next break, I'm going to, um, I'm going to start that business, that side one. And it could only be 30 minutes until the next one. And that's, that's honestly, that's that time and space. It won't always be like that. Know that life is not always like that. That helped me. Um, but those are the five things that I see so common that if you can really nip them in the bud, you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. And I think I want to like go back a little bit because I think you said something that was really profound about your first business where most people might see it as a failure, but to you, it taught you what not to do and what you should do instead. And I think that is one of, like I said, one of the most profound things that you can think about when it comes to failure is that a failure isn't just that it's teaching you what not to do and what you should be doing and I think a lot of people get worked up in like launches oh I only had one person sign up and I did this this and this so then it's like the next time instead of seeing that as a failure look at that as okay when I launch again maybe I should try this instead of what I previously did and I can see different results I think that was really profound that you said that oh yeah it if you just really start embracing the fact that there's always something to learn and don't go by a one-time thing. 
-hmm. How many launches have I had that I've had? Oh yeah, this really worked. And then the next one, it didn't have as much success. So I don't think it didn't work. It still worked. Mm -hmm. It's called do it again. Take what really worked and don't do the pieces that didn't work. But you won't know until repetitive action is taken because business is a lot about consistency um, and staying committed to it. Yeah. And I talk about like in my own business with my clients, I love like honing in on the fact that consistency doesn't necessarily mean every day. And I think that's great to remember for especially moms, since this is what this podcast episode is kind of geared towards, is that if you don't have the same amount of time every single day, it's not going to be that big of a deal. What matters is that you're consistently, consistently making an effort to get the ball moving. Yeah. 100%. You just, you, you get to give yourself grace in the fact that it's generally you're at home, your kids are at home. Some, there was a season when I was homeschooling my kids and that my schedule looked totally different. Um, And so you get to give yourself that space knowing that it's not going to look like neighbor Sally Sue, or it's not going to look like your husband's schedule. It's not going to look like anybody's because only you have your life. I love that. And I'm curious as to what you would think out of the, I think you said five, what, mm-hmm. what one of those five principles do you think would be like the most transformative? If someone was to like walk away with only learning one thing from today's episode, what do you think that one thing would be? You know what? I would pick the fact, cause I I'll tie two of them together. Mm-hmm. Know that you're more than enough to do whatever you've been called on your heart. Stop those minimizing um, beliefs that you have in your in your brain working for you and know that time, it's possible. You've got the time. And if you believe in yourself, you can do it. There is no, um, I'm living proof that it's possible. Mm-hmm. In I, I work about 12 to 15 hours a week Love and that. you can do it. Um, there's, and I can work less to be honest. Um, so it's, you really get to make it happen. So no excuses and reach out for support. Um, more people than, you know, are cheering you on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think for anyone, not just moms entirely, a lot of people use the excuse of like, just not having time or like, not being as good as someone that they saw on their Instagram feed or on Mm -hmm. social media or someone, like you said, down the road. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're not going to show you the struggles, the failures, the not having time, like what our house looks like even. And so it's becomes really hard for some people because they get stuck on these things. And yeah, definitely taking that first step and just any time that you do have putting it towards something of what you desire, especially as a mom can be so transformative. Mm. Uh, 100%, 100%. And anybody generally that I've met that has a successful business, they literally are reaching out because they want others to be successful as well, because then you help other people. It's, It's a breeding ground for everybody building an epic life. Uh, that's my purpose is I want everybody else because I know what it is like to be the complete opposite living in lack struggle minimal um and then when you have the opposite I want more people 
to have um, excess, whatever they desire. Absolutely. I love that so much. And honestly, this was a great podcast episode. So many great little pieces of information and great things to walk away with. If someone's listening to this podcast and they want to connect with you, how can they do so? So I would recommend go ahead and find me on Instagram at Jessica Bright Peterson. You can DM me, tell me, hey, I listened to the podcast. This was my favorite takeaway. Or you know what? I'm struggling with this too. Okay, great. I'd love to connect. Um, you can also find me on my website, which is uh, jessicabrightpeterson.mykajabi.com. You can find me there. And I have a whole bunch of free resources um, for you to see and my podcast as well. So love that. And if they wanted to work with you, how can they do so? Yeah. So the best way to start that process would go ahead and send me a message And then we get to create a conversation on what you're looking for. Um, And then we can get started. I have a couple of um, opportunities, groups, individual, and then a membership that starts in February. So there's various ways you can work with me. Um, So reach out via Instagram and then we'll get you started there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today's podcast. I loved this conversation with you. And I think that's it for today. Thanks. Wow, can I seriously say that was one of the most transformative conversations that I have had in a long time and it really hit home for me because I am a new mom and some of the things she was saying, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm experiencing this right now. So if you feel the same, I hope that this conversation really just stuck with you and always feel free to go back and give it another listen, especially if you find yourself in this like really not fun mindset of not being enough or being able to do enough or not feeling aligned with what you're doing. With all that being said, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I'm so excited for the first official guest to be on the podcast and I will talk to you guys next time. Don't forget to follow me on social media at the coach Hannah and remember the guests links and everything that they want you to have will be in the description box for this podcast episode and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.